listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome to Grave Discussions. I am Barnabas. And I am Samael. And welcome to episode number 21, Boys and Ghouls, where today we're going to be focusing on a kind of different subject, but a very interesting subject, I feel like, in the horror community, especially with the resurgence of horror movies in the mainstream. We've also seen kind of a resurgence in uh, horror video games. Yeah, we have. And you and I are both, like, huge fans of horror video games. Oh, yeah, we're definitely fucking nerds when it comes to that shit. Yeah. So we're going to be discussing pretty much everything about horror video games today in our main segment. But as always, we're going to start off with some news. Before we do that, though, we just want to give real quick shout-outs to our hosts, Sports Radio Detroit, and uh, where can people find out about them, Sam? They can find them on Facebook, on Instagram, and I believe they also have a Twitter. That's Sports yes. Radio Detroit. If you look up SRD, yep. you'll find them. Yeah, you go check them out on all their social media. And of course, uh, you can check them out at uh, the website as well, sportsradiodetroit.com. You can do a quick Google search, whatever. Our show is on there, and all the other excellent shows that they host are on there as well. So give them a look. So starting off with uh, the horror news today, probably the biggest piece of news that has uh, come out within the last few days has to be about Zombieland 2. It is coming back in 2019. What do you think about that? I think that's dope. The first time I saw this shit was like, what was it, like 20. I want to say 12. I'm not sure yeah, when I, I watched it. I don't it. remember when the original came out. But, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, like, earlier in the two 2010s. But it looks like, uh, is everyone coming back? Yeah, the Everyone's whole... Everyone's coming back. Yeah, the whole original cast is set to come back, with the exception of uh, Bill Murray, of course, because he died <laughs> in the first one, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the original cast is supposed to come back. And the film is slated to begin production in uh, January of 2019, and has an October 2019 release date. And uh, the basic plot synopsis uh, says, uh, through comic mayhem that stretches from the White House and through the heartland, the zombie slayers must face off against many new kinds of zombies that have evolved since the first movie, as well as some new human survivors. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. I mean, I love the first movie. Yeah, shit was funny as hell. I really liked that shit. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was wondering if they were ever going to make a second one, but... Yeah, I think, I mean, I know that fans were, like, really wanting a part two, um, as was I, so I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I really love Woody Harrelson. I love Emma that Stone. Dope. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Jesse Eisenberg is, like, kind of whatever, but, yeah, he's, <laughs> but, a, but he's, he's all right. Weirdo. Yeah, he's all right. But uh, I'm excited about that. And uh, speaking of Bill Murray, though, just as a real quick side note, if you do want to see him in something horror related. Oh, man. Yeah, this is I didn't expect yeah. this, but this looks fucking dope. He looks <laughs> all, he looks badass. It's going to be in a fucking zombie movie. Yeah. Bill Murray is uh, going to be starring in a new uh, zombie film called The Dead Don't Die, 
which is uh, supposed to be directed by Jim Jarmusch, who uh, just recently did Only Lovers Left Alive with uh, Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton. It was a vampire movie. I didn't get a chance to check it out, but I heard it's really good. So, uh, yeah, this I one saw, should be exciting. I saw like a movie poster for that. I was scrolling through this like streaming site, mm-hmm. and they they had that. Was it good? Have you seen it? No, I, I I missed it, but I heard it's really good. So a lot of people are really excited about this one, and I mean anything with Bill Murray should be <laughs> should be a classic. Selena so. Gomez is going to be on this. Yes, Selena Gomez, Adam Driver, Chloe Savini, uh, Steve Buscemi. This is a fucking star-studded That's cast. That's fucking dope. Yeah, this is like an A-list cast. So Rosie I'm Perez really too. Yeah. So uh, be on the lookout for that one. Damn, that's just fucking packed with stars. Yeah. Um, the next big piece of news here is actually related to our main segment, but um, we're just going to give it a quick mention and just expand on it later. But uh, speaking of horror video games, if any of you are fans of System Shock, which came out um, in the 1990s, uh, the uh, you probably already know this, but the game is supposed to be getting like a reboot. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was just uh, news about the studio, Night Dive Studios. They're going to be releasing what they're calling an Adventure Alpha um, in September of the game. So basically, this is supposed to be We're like... going to get like a little demo of it. Yeah, just a real like quick... I think it's like one level where I don't even think you face any enemies. But it's just going to give you kind of access to uh, basically what they're working on. You know, just to kind of check the game out, look at all the... All the graphics and everything like that just kind of test out the gameplay was this a pc game yeah i believe it was a pc game um i mean it was really one of the first like you know bigger like pc horror games so that should be pretty exciting i never got to play the first one so I, i'm like really interested in uh this game coming out soon so yeah be on the lookout for that we're gonna talk I'll try it out why not yeah we're gonna talk a bit more about it i mean all i know is that the original was like super influential um for horror gaming so uh speaking of influential though this next bit of news is really exciting for us if any of you are fans which you should be of creep show it's coming back dude i fucking tripped when i read this shit yeah next year they're bringing back these fucking short horror tales bro and like they were basically like based mostly off of Stephen King stories. Mm-hmm. So the reason I got like super excited about this one is like the more recent Stephen King stories. I was wondering, do you think they're gonna bring these onto Creepshow, or do you think he's like too like too much too like uh, what's it called mystery suspenseful now instead of leaning more toward like the horror side? I don't really think that matters. I mean, I think he's still putting out like a lot of horror content. The thing about Creepshow was though that. Some of those stories were original works for a creep show, and some of them were um, taken from, you know, like short story collections that he's done. So he has still been like writing short stories. So I wouldn't be surprised. But um, I did see something that, for the most part, these are supposed to be original. Um, they're supposed to be original stories, and each one is supposed to be helmed by a different filmmaker. Okay, that that so, sounds that sounds fucking dope. Yeah, so I I have no idea what kind of you know impact Stephen King is going to have on this show. I mean, I hope he at least gives it his blessing, you know. But from what it sounds like, it sounds like we're well, going to be getting all original stuff. Greg so. Nicotero's directing it, so I think yeah. it's going to be dope. I mean, anytime you bring like a big name in horror into it, yeah. like they don't release trash, bro. Like these are this is why we we respect like the older dudes. Like, yeah. Yeah, he, so he's supposed to be directing the premiere episode, and then he's going to serve as the uh, executive producer. 
Uh, so yeah, that should be really exciting. I'm super pumped about that. Yeah, and man, f- that's it's. When do you, is it? You said 2019. I hope it comes around yeah. like Octoberish, like Halloween time, so we could just fucking. That, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, honestly, I don't care if it comes out even earlier. You know, like the sooner the better. And uh, of course, Shutter is supposed to be the ones that are uh, distributing the show. So man, Shutter is just like climbing the ranks. Honestly, like I'm yeah. super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Thank so, God we have that shit. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for uh, for for the new creep show at all. Next up, though, is a bit of uh, disappointing news. So why don't you tell the the folks about this one, Sam? Okay, so like Netflix terminated a deal with the Weinstein Co. And that would be including what was I was really anticipating, which was the third season of fucking Scream on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> I know. So I mean, pick it up, Hulu. People watch fucking Hulu. Mainly for TV shows, but... Yeah, I mean, so this whole bit of news is a little confusing. uh, Just because I don't, like, completely understand all the fucking jargon and stuff. But basically, uh, Netflix had an agreement with, uh, you know, the Weinstein Co. Basically, they needed a deadline and they didn't make it. So they should have, like, gave the content by, like, July 11th. And now they have, like, no legal obligation to even, like, accept any, like... Well, I think I think the whole thing was that, obviously, since Harvey Weinstein and that whole shit happened... Fuck that guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, everything was just kind of up in the air. And uh, so, yeah, basically, Netflix isn't trying to, to stream anything Weinstein-related, um, including Scream. So, basically, it's going to get shopped around. And hopefully another streaming service will pick it up. But I don't think it should really have that much impact on uh, whether or not it's going to show on MTV unless MTV is done with it. I haven't completely, like, done my research on it. So if anybody knows, like, for sure what's happening, let us know. Uh, But basically what it kind of sounds like is that there's still hope for Scream Season 3. But for the moment, it's not going to be on Netflix. So that's pretty much that. Moving on, we've got a couple uh, cool trailer announcements for you guys. The first one I'm just going to go over briefly, but I, this is actually probably the thing I'm most excited about. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Because, I mean, we grew up watching Sabrina on, like, that... I don't know if it was on Nick or whatever the fuck it was, or ABC yeah. Family, but, like, it was, like, a goofy little show, you know, like... It was on... Ah, well, now this is going to be more intense, I'm assuming. Like, yeah. It's going like, to have, like, a serious undertone. Yeah, so there was a teaser trailer for uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It was like a 10-second little... Yeah, it was a real quick teaser, but basically um, this is going to be a series revolving around the character of Sabrina Spellman and all those characters that you know from that show. But uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is actually based off of a graphic novel, and that graphic novel is supposed to like be actually scary, and it's supposed to be like really dark and intense. Because really, the whole... like story around it is about these witches you know uh so it makes sense for it to be like a dark more actually horror centric you know story and and characters and everything so that's what chilling adventures of sabrina is going to be and uh the the teaser trailer is cool it's got these kind of snippets like from the the comic uh and i really like like comic book adaptations you know into stuff especially if it's something like this like a horror comic yeah so I'm really excited about this one. So yeah, Netflix is supposed to be releasing this, uh, and I don't think that there's a release date quite set yet. But go check out the teaser trailer; it's super short. Next up, uh, we have probably the biggest 
trailer announcement, at least of today. Um, this one's already circulating all over social media and stuff. Mostly because it's J.J. Abrams. Nazi zombies. Yeah. Nazi zombies <laughs> everywhere. So you may have already seen this one, but it's a trailer for this movie called Overlord, which is uh, set to be uh, done by J.J. Abrams. So it does not have any relation to the Cloverfield stuff, apparently. It's just going to be kind of its own movie. Um, it's just kind of been like like top secret, kind of, I guess. Um, but the m- film is basically supposed to be about... Uh, like think Wolfenstein basically so all the supernatural like black magic occult shit of like World War 2 Nazi Germany that's basically what this movie is going to be about so that's actually something I'm like really you know kind of interested in because I feel like uh, it's a fascinating subject I'm not so, like super excited but I'm yeah. a fan of Nazi zombies I got tired of regular zombies because yeah. Walking Dead kind of ruined every type of zombie thing for me Yeah, but you know, if you bring in zombies with anything else and make it like kind of like ridiculous, mm-hmm. like Nazi zombies or like, have uh, you have you seen Dead Snow? No. Oh, dude, that's that's the Nazi zombie movie. Is it? Yeah, it is so good. Oh, oh, I remember the I remember the yeah. front cover. Okay, I, but yeah. I've never seen it. Is oh, it, dude, is it really good? You have yeah, it's really good. You have to see it. Uh, so that's probably like the definitive. Nothing Nazi really topped movie. the like O three Dawn of the Dead for me. I mean, if we were talking about zombie movies... Maybe then, 28 Days Later. Okay. 28 Days Later kind of takes the cake for goat yeah. goat uh, zombie movie for me. Well, I feel like this is an, uh, a topic that we definitely have to expand upon more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe probably another episode. But go check out the trailer for Overlord. It looks... Honestly, here's the only reason that I'm not like a super fan of it. Because it looks like it's going to be more like action-based... I kind of like Rather it. Though. I, like I kind of like I kind of like action new horror movies, but like yeah. it's kind of going to be missing that suspense. Like it's not like it's mm. like three teenagers at an abandoned house, right? And then like they hear something weird, then yeah. they just start running from zombies. It's not like wreck, you know. It's like yeah, it does kind of seem like it's not going to be quite as suspenseful. But the makeup and special effects and everything it looks great, really fucking good. Yeah, so um, I'm, hey, I'm it's, it's not Return so. of the Living Dead though. I'll tell you that much. I don't think any movie is ever going to be that. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, straight up. So um, the next trailer we have here is about the movie called Good Manners. More werewolves, finally. Mm-hmm. It's a Brazilian movie. Um, and the whole werewolf thing is not super explicit in the trailer until, like, kind of the end. But, uh, yeah, we're getting another werewolf movie. And this one's supposed to be kind of a mixture of genres, which is always either, like, super hit or super miss. So... Apparently, the early reviews are positive, but it looks pretty good. I mean, it's about this woman who becomes basically a live-in nanny for this uh, pregnant woman. And the pregnant woman starts exhibiting these, like, weird, you know, symptoms. And you can kind of figure, like, she's probably a werewolf, but she has this child that she's pregnant with. And the child is doing all sorts of, like, blah, you know, in her womb and shit. So <laughs> the child's probably a werewolf. But I don't know. It looks It looks pretty solid. Like I'm interested. I'm always I'm always interested in werewolf movies. There hasn't been a werewolf movie in a long time, at least one like of relevance. What was the last one that we had? Was it Wolfman? I think Wolfman was like the last one I saw. Now the le- the well late phases came out, and then we had a movie called Howl, I believe, that was like a UK production. That one came out I think in like 2016 or something. That really? one was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, it all took place on a train, so it was it was pretty interesting. I like that. Sounds it. intense. Yeah, it was good. Um, and then kind of on the opposite side, the next trailer here is going to be about vampires. It's called Fanged Up. 
and this one looks like it's basically a straight up horror comedy kind of in the vein of Shaun of the Dead but with vampires in a prison oh man so. yeah yeah uh, that sounds like it could be a total fucking bomb I don't know what they're thinking nowadays but yeah I mean oh man I mean if it's supposed to be a comedy like yeah it is yeah it's supposed to be like a super comedy like oh for real yeah like I don't really think it's gonna have any like you know suspenseful elements like that because Shaun of the Dead was basically like that too I mean it was all just bonkers you yeah, know it was straight up comedy yeah so this kind of looks like the same thing uh, so it could be good it could be bad it's a UK production just like Shaun of the Dead so I mean I think it has potential just based on that <laughs> but cause, honestly I think they're really good with comedy so we'll see but uh, be on the lookout for Fanged Up next up though we're going to be talking about a really classic film in this episode's installment of The Cult Corner Barnabas yes Sam I know what you did last summer. D- do you know what I still did last summer? Yeah, we were sitting do here. Do you always know what I did last summer? I'll forever know what you did last <laughs> summer. That's the new one. <laughs> oh, what was the third one? It, what, I, I swear to God, yeah, it was. I still uh, and all, still and always, I'll always know what you did last summer. What was what was part two? It, part two was where I they went on. What you did last summer? Yeah, that's when they went on vacation <sighs> in the boat. Yeah, and then the third one was when the spirit like came one. out. I really like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The third one was just fucking a mess. I, I don't oh, know how else to The kid gets killed uh, <laughs> during that accident at the fair or whatever yeah. the fuck. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. This so, week's Cold Corner is about um, the classic I Know What You Did Last Summer. And this baby came out in 97, prime era. <clears throat> 90s babies rule. Yeah. We had... It was just so good, bro. We're the best. But uh, anyway... <laughs> True. Yeah, this was a, in uh, in light of the whole... like This was like a, bur- a baby of Scream, basically. Yeah. So this was that era of slasher, you know, like uh, yeah, Scream, this uh, fucking the, urban legend, the nin- you know? yeah, the, ni- the those are the '90s styles like teen yeah. slashers. They were all like either like at a school or like mm-hmm. the kids are being followed by a killer and he's like threatening them, but he's not really threatening them, and they start disappearing. Yeah, and it's just really good. Yeah, it's it is really good. good I, very good. I like that. There's always like a you know this real like mystery behind it like and you know cherry falls that was another one there, there's oh, always so good that one was fucking crazy. i love that movie there's always like lover's this lane have you ever watched that no but i know about it yeah it's on uh prime now yeah uh, it's on my list out, yeah. yeah but i added some more on my list by the way we gotta check them out <laughs> we do yeah <laughs> but all those movies are you know like you said they're scream babies so i know what you did last summer still was able to become its own film it really was. which i liked uh, but it also it kept all like those same elements, you know, the mysterious killer, the plot twists, all the interpersonal relationships of of this group of friends, and you know they're all they all have secrets with each other. Like that's that's really all those movies were. Even Scary yeah. Movie and Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the Thirteenth, they both had elements of yeah. Scream and I know what you did last summer in there, sort of like mm-hmm. kind of taking a <laughs> stab at both. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You get it? Taking a I stab? Get it. I get it. You know, taking a stab? I get, I get like, it. stab the movie and scream? I get it. Okay. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that, that's what, like, they were basically trying to say, like, yeah. this is, like, a this is the comedy baby of, like, the 90s style slashers. Yeah. And, like, early 2000s. And they all sort of held this sort of style. Like, there's teens in trouble. Like, the, the focus, like, goes away from, like, any kind of people. Like, mm-hmm. town folk or, like, uh, old gothic folk. Like I said, back in, like, the 80s, like, when the slasher craze started, like, we, like, got we got away from monsters and like the mm-hmm. gothic stuff and we came to like the modern like 
era you know like and then 90s came out 90s was like they were less cheesy but like the quality of the movies and like some of the movies you still have super nostalgia and some of them are great but like 80s has i think 80s just has a lot more better movies because 80s has a lot more horror movies in general yeah but like nine to 90s where these movies were at I think was a good place and mm-hmm. once they started all these sequels and shit that's what kind of ruined it like yeah. except Scream Scream kind of did it good I mean I, I love all the Screams yeah. but I know what you did last summer the first one's like super classic there's mm-hmm. not an, there's, there's not another movie like it maybe Urban Legends Urban Legends is just some crazy yeah bitch, they're but. very similar but obviously the concept of you know the, the Urban Legend thing versus like the the undead you know revenge seeking there's fucking another, ghost if you get, can you get your hands on it Actually, I have it. I'll show it to you. Okay. But, uh, pause. But, uh, there's this movie. Uh, it's kind of like, like the Scream. I know what you did last summer movie. It's uh-huh. called Not Final Exam, but it's Final Examination. It's an independent movie. Uh, okay. And, like, it has, like, this sort of tone. And, like, when you find out who the killer is, you're like, shit. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know. I like, I like these kind of movies, I would say, like, probably the most out of, like, the slashers. Yeah, they're great. Because, I mean, they're just, well, obviously. I mean, we kind of grew up watching Yeah, it, we obviously. were born in the 90s. And th- these kind of movies are supposed to be, like, super indicative of the culture at the time, you know? And, I mean, it's the same thing with all the 80s slashers. Like, that's why people like them. Because people in that era can relate to them, especially kids. I you mean, know, and, look, and look who so. was in this movie. We had, f- oh my God, I miss him so much. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. <laughs> him, Ryan Philippe. Philippe? Is it Philippe? I think so, yeah, Ryan Philippe. Okay, I want to say Felipe. Sarah Michelle Gellar mm-hmm. as Helen and Jennifer Love Hewitt as Julie. Like, this was like one of my favorite. Yeah. I mean, look, this had Sarah Michelle Gellar too, just like Scream did. So yeah. like, but, like yeah, she yeah. was on this first and then Scream was like, all right, guys, you want to yeah. use our concept of a killer? We're going to borrow your actress. Like, yeah, you know, she was like a super relevant um, actress, like of that age, you know, I think this is my favorite so. Jennifer Love Hewitt movie besides the movie that, with Jackie Probably, Chan. Yeah. Is oh that, yeah what was that uh fucking uh was it the tuxedo or something was that it yeah i think so like this movie like they had a budget of 17 mil so it wasn't low budget like they came back with like 125.2 million and and counting now because like these dvds still sell the merch still sells. Oh, yeah. like they'll always it's be super nostalgic i mean they had a a what ass cap board <laughs> <laughs> yeah because uh, yeah i mean basically you know blockbuster entertainment not, award yeah, three of them not the people that were our age obviously because we were like really young when it when it came out but the teenagers of our age like when this movie came out they're probably like still the biggest collectors now so the nostalgia yeah. is just through the roof and you know the 90s was a different time but this movie kind of examining 90s culture that was one of the biggest themes um and obviously you know all the duplicity and all the you know, hiding hiding shit from your friends, people that you think are close friends, but you know they're really somebody else. Like those themes were were so ever present, and they were big themes. You know, in the '90s, kind of in general. I mean, that's why Scream became the huge success that it was because it highlighted all those things. And I don't know why this one missed with the critics, because you know you pointed out, like, yeah, thirty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck is wrong with you, old farts? Yeah, for real. I, you ever look and they know. give and the, those are the fuckers that'll give like some of the 60s movies like a hundred percent but like yeah. don't get me wrong like it most people like yo it's a good movie no like a lot of people are like you know what you really mean it's good mm. for its time you ever watch a movie from like the 60s or the 50s that shit is like horrendous almost 
I mean, there are some films, obviously, some, some, that are obvi- still really good. But yeah, oh, yeah. looking back at but, like, them, looking back now, at them, you're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck did we ever yeah. see? Like, I mean, I watched those movies as a kid, and they were kind of dramatic because I haven't seen movies before. But those yeah. were like the first type of movies I watched, like old westerns and black yeah. and white and shit on TV land and all that. And then you look at the modern era, and it's like much more. Like oh, we've, yeah. we've come a Everything long way. I think. So much more I think people are afraid to admit that. I think once these older critics die, and like these like uh, younger critics mm-hmm. stop like falling into like the like these these like this like stupid ass thought process of like yo an oldie a goodie right you know this one nothing will be better than mm. this like yo i know what you did last summer was better than most 80s slashers let's be real yeah i mean you're probably think right think about the bad slashers of the 80s bro yeah there's way more bad than good that's true for sure and i know what you did last summer at least you know we'll remember it like if someone i could i could be in a coma for 30 years wake up they'd be like yo you remember i know what you did last summer i'd be like uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie yeah. Prince Jr., you know, like the napkins and the lockers and yeah. the guy with the hook. Like, they'll be like, yeah, you got it spot the fuck on. If they're like, yo, do you remember New Year's Evil? Something about a guy killing women on New Year's because he's yeah. a misogynist. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I think it was definitely due to the fact that, like you said, the 80s had so much shit. The 90s. I mean, honestly, but I'm like, going gonna, gonna to be fair, though. There is a little bias on both of our ends for yeah. I Know What You Did Last Summer because, like, we, we it, it, there is nostalgia because we like the way they dressed, the like the yeah. snacks they were eating, yeah. and like we remember that. Like the old guys don't give a fuck what snacks they're eating when, the, what snacks are out or when they're when they're ninety, yeah. or like what the kids dress like. But we did because like we grew up there, so I yeah, guess now, there's a bias. Now when there. we watch it, yeah, we could be like, oh shit, you remember those? You know, yeah, it makes me that's sad. Though. That's why that's why that movie was good. You know, speaking but. of snacks. <laughs> What are you trying to say? Are you giving me a compliment? Do no, I, no, do I look you, like a snack? You, you look like a buffet, but... <laughs> oh, thank the, you. The, <laughs> the point here is, uh, I think I Know What You Did Last Summer is not as good as we might think, Yeah, but like it's not as bad at all as what the critics say. Yeah, there's, no, it, there's no fucking way... Like Toy Story can get a hundred fucking percent, yeah, and this gets a thirty. But it, it's fucking it's fi- undeniable yeah. that Toy Story got a hundred fucking percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's undeniable that this movie is a cult classic. You know, all the nostalgia, all the all the elements and the themes, and I really liked like, it, bro. It was like really creepy. It was like yeah. it was better than like most of like the whodunits. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, I mean, it was I thought, almost I thought like it was great. <laughs> if we saw the kills from like the first person, that would have been like a giallo in nature. Yeah, it, basically, was, yeah. But see, that's the thing with Scream too, and those '90s things, and like even Happy Birthday to Me. They, they, everyone like kind of borrows from the Giallo when it comes to like, if you pay attention to a lot of the '90s movies, because like mm-hmm. I think they were so over that '80s craze. They're like, yo, what was working before that? And like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely a completely different type of movie. So uh, I, I really enjoyed it, and I really recommend it. I mm-hmm. rewatch Value too. This oh, is yeah, a movie ton. you can literally watch every Friday night. Mm-hmm buying popcorn from your local video store like a weirdo yeah. and just sitting <laughs> and it's and enjoyable yeah because it really it, is it's suspenseful but it's also just like a fun watch you know all those movies of this type were exactly like that uh that's it's always that's a fun watch yeah. you're this is like when halloween comes around every year when you play your favorite like most people do that they play their favorite like horror movies around then mm-hmm. and they're on tv like this is what's going to be on and this is what people oh, yeah. are going to be playing yeah i bought like uh <laughs> I, I randomly found this like triple pack of like the first three movies i didn't even know they made a part three honestly oh man <laughs> and let's I, not get into that yeah part was two garbage. was really good though part oh my two was god good, yeah. part two was good didn't we watch it here i think so but i really liked the like the setting of that film you know like it had pretty much all the same elements i don't i wouldn't say it was like as iconic obviously but 
Yeah, part two is really good, but part one is like in a whole different level, you know. Part one was like a, on a whole different level of than like a lot of horror movies. Like, yeah. I still think like uh, there's not really mo- many modern horror movies I can think of. Like even to mm-hmm. me that match up to I know what you did last summer. Yeah, I mean I I, I just there hasn't been a good sl- like Strangers. No, th- that was good. Yeah. That kind of made me like have some hope for slashers. Yeah, I just miss like the the whole like mystery element behind these slasher movies too, like yo there's know? some weird fucking kid or some guy killing us off and he's watching us like yeah oh there was a, there was another one it was a Wes Craven one um The Ripper I don't remember Wes Craven's like it was like I think I know what you're talking about but yeah I don't completely that was another good the, one yeah that was good yeah hopefully we we see more movies like this but I think it's time to move on it is to our main segment now go check out ten, I know what you did last time 10 out of 20 out of 10. Yeah. Great 50 film. 50 out of 10. Great film. Great film. But right now we're going to talk about, um, you know, kind of an emerging topic, which is horror video games. Now, there have always kind of been horror video games, but we'd see some released like every now and then, you know. But now I think over these last, I don't know, like two, three years or something, we've just seen like a huge resurgence. Like there's, there's really good like AAA titles and shit coming out. Like pretty often now we saw it with like amnesia you know the dark descent um outlast oh outlast is so good slender yeah slender slender was so fucking good evil within even all the new resident evil games coming out are pretty good i'm glad they're like they're sticking with it oh yeah uh, who killed me have you played that like i have not played that one though it's so fucking good yeah i haven't had like a chance to play a lot of like the horror video games i've just been kind of getting more into layers of fear is good too i heard about that one yeah it was on a... I had it on my Steam wish list, like... It's free. Like, I think I still have it. No, it's it's like, I don't know, a couple bucks or something. Oh, you guys, bucks or something. Oh, you guys are PC. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, PC tryhards. <laughs> I know. We're the I like, I, like, I prefer playing those games on there, though, but yeah, you do have to pay for gotcha. it on there. I feel weird playing with a controller like the first <laughs> game was made and how games have been made to play. I'm not I'm not like that. Why can't I, I just mean, press letters to... Certain, <laughs> certain, certain games I... Certain games I prefer on the Fucking on the PC. Douchebags. Anyway, <laughs> you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> PC douchebags. I have a, I have a PS4 and a Switch, so I mean I'm a no, I'm you're an all around gamer. Yeah, I know. I'm just. I'm but just, I know I know some people are like that about PC. I'm though, just you know? pulling your cape. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, horror video games are, are a huge topic now, and I think like as technology advances, like the, the oh, more immersive these games get, like the scarier they get. So let's get into the history. Yeah. Of so. As far as I can remember, for the Atari uh, 2600, the first horror game I can think of was Halloween. It was like a Michael Myers game. Uh-huh. So you're a babysitter, and you're walking through the house, and eventually Michael comes up, and you got to take the kid and run through the room, and it's really super pixelated. Yeah. And like when he hits you in the head, your, your head pops off, blood comes out, and your arms wave up and down. And uh, there's like a bunch of haunted house games, and, yeah. then came, and then came the Nintendo Entertainment System. So Castlevania, that which is mm. like in my top five. Yeah. So that came out, you know, like horror, like gothicy horror was kind of brought there, but like modern horror really wasn't there. And then they brought Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street to the NES, yeah. which in Friday the Thirteenth you throw rocks at zombies, <laughs> try to collect uh, notes so That's that so you weird. can get stronger weapons and face Jason. You got to kill Jason five times and you kill his mom, and then you kill him or do you? <laughs> it was like the first yeah. screen too uh, that said this is also my top five Friday the 13th for the NES yeah. and for the console and PC but the old one like 
when you die, it says you and your friends are dead. Oh yeah. Game <laughs> over. That should be the. That should be like the little Instagram yeah, yeah. thingy for this. You yeah. and your friends are dead. Game yeah, over. Cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thought. I mean, yeah. And I then uh, we went from like uh, I'm sorry, but we went no, from like then like Nightmare on Elm Street. You know. Yeah. You run through like a really, <laughs> really uh, cartoony haunted house setting. You know. Mm-hmm. You jump over spiders and like Freddy comes to get you. You gotta wake yourself up with a radio. Oh, wow. And then we kind of transitioned into like the PS one, which there wasn't really, there wasn't yeah. really many. So you gotta like, then we had to like, it wasn't really horror, but like the Di- Diablo for PC brought it all back. And then like slowly we kind of saw horror games start yeah. to die off until I think the Xbox, the PS two, and then like mm-hmm. those bigger consoles came along. And then like we just had a whole slew of yeah. like horror games. I was I was gonna say I mean I think it really did kind of start with the PS one, even though there were points where yeah it wasn't really doing so hot. But I mean games like that was where I started. Ex- you know my horror video game i guess experience because like those older games for like the nes and stuff i never owned that my first console was actually a ps1 uh yeah so i mean i kind of felt you know a little behind but i didn't really know at the time had some horror as well yeah but i mean i feel like the ps1 with with the graphics and everything was really kind of the first like big step for horror video games because it moved from you know this fucking 2d you know 8-bit pixel kind of shit like the polygons and shit from yeah Nintendo. to to actually i mean i'm looking back at it now there obviously was a, the graphics were garbage for like but. the sega cd you know they had like a uh, night trap yeah and they had like all these like creepy games like you could you could check out angry yeah. video games like sega cd <coughs> thing and like see like but those weren't like people weren't like really like clamoring yeah i mean because like, pre-ordering because they, them, cause they like, weren't like super immersive right like and they were like, so obvious that it was all like just like eight you know eight bit uh, fucking video games. Yeah, and they shit. use like, like they use scary. They use like crappy full motion video. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd rather be full fucking screen as AVGs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, they weren't really like scary. But like the, the first games that I had experience with, like as a kid, for like the PS One, were actually really influential on me. Like Dino Crisis. I don't know if a lot of people know about that game, but that game was scary as fuck to me because you're literally. I mean, the graphics were better. It was like Resident Evil style graphics. Like you're just wandering around this like facility where this like crazy like thing has happened and you just come face to face with dinosaurs like there are barely any humans there everything's like broken and shit like you you come across you come across this one scene where uh you're like walking along this like corridor upstairs or something and there's just a huge like broken window and when you cross into the window this uh this fucking like t-rex head just like comes up through the window and like starts snapping at you and shit like as a kid that was terrifying um there's also uh there's a new horror movie not horror movie horror game coming out called the last year for pc so you could be like one of a few killers killing kids and setting traps inside of a Mm. school so this is or there's like couple settings there's a camp Mm -hmm. which is like kind of like a knockoff of camp crystal lake yeah. But I'm still super excited. I might just get a PC just so I can play this, or because I don't want to wait for yeah. it to come on console. Because it, it does look super cool, and it's basically kind of um, taking off the formula of like Dead by Daylight, yeah, which is a, a newer horror game. But that's my favorite. That's my number one <laughs> on my top five. Yeah, I, I do really love that game. It, um, it, nothing gets my anxiety rushing, like when I'm fixing a generator and then an eight foot monster just yeah. runs up to me and I don't even see it coming. Yeah, Dead by Daylight is excellent because it lets you. I mean, that, I every think game that's is one different. Of the, that's one of the one same concept every game but you have you have over yeah. 20 maps because it's multiplayer yeah. you have over 20 maps over 16 characters yeah 
but but that's one of the horror video games that actually puts you well lets you be in the shoes of the killer which and you I can really still like. watch your teammates when you die so you can like yeah see if they make it like friday the 13th they'll kick this all off for me in the past year and mm-hmm. outlast i really liked outlast yeah but like friday the 13th was like really hype i made some cool friends on uh yeah on xbox live through friday the 13th and like that that's that was like one of the big ones for me that's like my second favorite horror game ever yeah like the most recent one because like i mean they have every single jason the kills are canon to the movies then you have the single player mode where you can kill bots and Mm. then they have the single player challenges where you can like relive the movie kills and do everything like and like it really it really brought back some memories for me man and like they have so many easter eggs that you only would remember like if you remember like certain things they Mm. said in the movies and like it just really tugs at my heartstrings, bro. That yeah. that shit is dope. Like I, mean, I really love the Friday the Thirteenth games. Like I'm, I want Jason to be alive forever. You yeah, cannot so. die, Jason. You can never die. Your mommy's little boy. Yeah, she said so. But yeah, man. I mean, I think that that puts us into a whole different like topic of you know multiplayer horror games, which have honestly you know been on the rise. They never really existed that much, but I think they've definitely been you know catapulted by the resurgence of horror films in the mainstream in general but the multiplayer games are excellent i mean that one dead by daylight um i'm not really sure what else there is but like the last year is coming out i'm sure there are a few more um i mean those games are those games are big you know dying light's pretty big yeah dying light and is evil cool. within like evil within i love one the of the best within, yeah i played the first one bro that's like one of my favorite games ever yeah mine too i think that, that honestly i would say that is my favorite horror game ever and uh, I, I really liked part two as well. I never. I think I played the second one actually. I beat both of them. What am I saying? Yeah, part part two was excellent. But yeah, I, I kind of just wanted to to close off on you know s- some of the history. I mean, the PS2 definitely started up, and once we started getting into games uh, like The Evil Within, you know that's where it really took off. And even like Resident Evil, such a huge inspiration. Yeah, for me, like it was the Resident Evil two for for the Nintendo sixty four. I had it. Yeah. I bought a used version, so I had a, so another guy save game. So as soon as I loaded up, I had to fight this giant dude in the subway that yeah. was just beating the <laughs> shit out of me. They're supposed to be rebooting it, and I'm, I never actually got to two? play two. Yeah. Oh my god, They're bro, that's the best it. one. That's the best one. <laughs> I never got to play it, so I'm For which super excited. For one? Um, I think it, it's probably going to come out for PS4 and Xbox One, and probably for PC. I'm not sure yet Damn. exactly. but You don't know the date? No, but re- yeah, the Resident Evil 2 reboot is in the works it's going to be coming out there's a lot of good horror games uh coming out but yeah i mean this whole influx of uh of movies is is really catapulting it but i mean it's kind of been the opposite like a lot of of interesting and you know i mean pretty good horror films have come out based off of these games as well i mean we saw stuff like doom which we didn't really talk about but doom was crazy influential not only for gaming in general but also for horror gaming you know resident evil fucking silent hill silent hill is what about a uh, doom jr the one we know as quake oh yeah quake quake was so fucking good i don't know why people don't talk about yeah. that more i feel like it's not exactly like horror related um, I mean, you and there hasn't really up, been like, like it's just like big mutants trying to kill you you know yeah. like, but there hasn't been a film about quake either to my knowledge so i guess yeah, that's do- not why it's not really <laughs> in the, the conversation no, like <laughs> Like Doom what? had the Doom had the rock and oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I kind of don't like it because like well what was cool about it though is that it um you know kind of embraced the whole like first person shooter like in Doom whole aspect because we have those scenes where it's basically like out of a video game 
So actually, I, I really liked that aspect of the film. The rest of the movie was not that great. And uh, horror, you know, movie adaptations of video games have a long track record of being terrible. So I'm not stay that alive though. Like that was its own. Oh yeah, stay see, stay alive is like this whole other thing because that is not like an adaptation of a video it's game that like exists. It makes its own, and then you yeah. just play through it. It it is about a video game that fucking kills people. Like Stay Alive is is so genius. Like I love that movie. Yeah, I I haven't really thought about it like that, but it is really a genius film. We haven't talked about that, have we? No, not really. I mean, Ooh. it's it's such a good movie, and you know, it created its own video game. And actually, I wanted to play the video game that was in the movie. I fucking you know? didn't. <laughs> well. Not if it was actually haunted, but when I was just like looking at the gameplay and stuff, I was like, "Oh shit, this looks really cool" because it looks like it looks actually legit. suspenseful, you know. Obviously, if they updated the graphics and stuff now, then I, I think, think a it would lot of people dope. need to look into that Slenderman game because that shit oh, yeah. is really Slender the Arrival. Yeah, because it's like first person perspective. It got the little camera. Mm-hmm. Every time he comes, you could see him standing on mountains behind you, just staring at Damn. you. Damn, I took some screenshots of it. Like, I yeah. you, like, I mean, I'm so glad that video game technology has come this long way because now we actually have horror video games out that are actually scary like you see all you know you see all those uh fucking reaction videos to like amnesia and outlast and stuff oh yeah people fucking like, those trip out. yeah i mean because it's actually scary you know if you're just actually sitting there in front of your screen and you are actually able to put yourself firmly in the place of the character that you're playing and experiencing all these things like i think that's why horror video games have come such a long way and are so good now because you can do that, you know? It's not just like you're looking at this 8-bit fucking pixel character. You get to decide you know? if you would survive a horror movie. You get to find yeah. out. I mean, it's really like you getting chased by all these monsters and shit. So and that's what people love. People love themselves. They want to be included. Yeah. If and they had like an interactive horror movie where you could like choose your own... The choose your own adventure games. We forgot to mention the Walking Dead games. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Walking Dead is, is Those excellent. like choose your own adventure ones. Those are fucking dope. Yeah, yeah and, the, and yeah, the horror-related ones like that are... Are super interesting because that really is like could you survive a horror movie kind of situation you know but uh yeah i mean honestly like i haven't really been that scared of like a horror film in a long ass time but yeah. like the last game i probably played that i got actually scared in was fucking alien isolation see because that like you can put yourself in the the shoes of ripley you know and you turn around and you're facing down the fucking alien and the screen's like 10 inches in front of your face like that's terrifying <laughs> and and, yeah. that shit, and that thing would kill you like right away that was that was one of my favorite games for sure like all time probably but definitely like in my top five horror video games um yeah i need to definitely buy that you told me about this it's so good like it's honestly gonna make you feel like nervous you know bro i play enough dead by daylight to be always on edge yeah nothing gets my heart racing like when I'm being chased, it's but once you get away, you feel like you've gotten away with like the best, yeah. like the biggest thing you've ever gotten away with. I, you know, I feel like eventually, like once you get used to the multiplayer aspect of Dead by Daylight, yeah, you'll still be nervous and stuff, but it's not going to be like this overwhelming feeling of like suspense or dread. But Alien Isolation, I think, has that throughout almost the entire game because the atmosphere is crazy. You don't really have that many weapons. Like it is survival horror, like to the T. You know, like really the. <laughs> The biggest thing about the game is is hiding 
right and like using your resources for survival which is kind of similar to dead by daylight yeah. but like it's literally just you like you don't rely on teammates or anything and Damn, what was it called alien what alien isolation and this thing Damn. is just like traveling through the vents on this fucking sh abandoned ship it's like the whole uh, game so on good. the ship yeah basically is it a long game um i don't remember like how long the actual campaign is but i wouldn't say it's that long of a campaign but you're you're gonna be like super engrossed by it like it's it's really good i really like like the first person uh survival horror games like those are probably my favorite i mean the evil within is this third person but yeah the the like serious survival horror games like the single player ones are probably my favorites and uh i i, I don't know i just really like them and uh, i'm glad they're coming out with more games i mean we've got uh resident evil 2 reboot system shock reboot coming out the last of us part two that is going to be amazing we've got a uh, days gone you, i think you may have seen something about that that one's been hyped up a lot like that's that huge like zombie one like where, with the open map like what's it called like the yeah it has just had giant world yeah and, and it's got literally like waves seven days, of zombies coming seven out days here. to die was pretty good left for dead we oh, forgot yeah. to mention those but those are oh, specifically yeah. like zombie you know zombies aren't really that scary but yeah Th those are those are other like multiplayer like shooter like zombie games like yeah. they're still horror related but i mean they definitely have like a, a bit of a different feel to them um i really just love like you know like fatal frame silent hill resident evil like evil within like those games are are my personal favorites because i feel like those games get you they get really intense but you know just the whole atmosphere of the game um, really makes you feel like on edge all the time i agree yeah yeah so yeah those are those are definitely my favorites i'm i'm super happy like with where uh horror <laughs> video gaming is right now and I can't wait to see, you know, where it goes. I think it's just going to continue to blow up, especially if they just, like, keep being passionate about releasing these games, you know. And if they, like, release, like, uh, like maybe something super popular. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it has to be, like, a hit. Like, it can't just be, like, mm -hmm. some just, you know, independent trash for $3 on the Xbox store. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes those games do it. I bought Slenderman for $3, and look yeah. what happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that game's great. That's one of the scariest fucking games I have. Yeah, I mean the indie developers, I think, are definitely where it's at with these games. So, um, did you see? Did you ever see anything about the one that's supposed to be set in like World War Two Germany, where you're like in the trenches, and there's just like huge fucking demon-looking things? It's supposed to. I mean, the whole game is supposed to be kind of a, like PTSD related. Oh shit! Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't see that. That game has been getting hyped up like a lot. I'm really excited about that one. But, yeah, man, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, and uh, I'm super excited to see, like, where it goes. As more game developers come to Rise to, like, we'll get, see yeah. a lot more new games. And that's what I like, because, like, honestly, you could go to the Microsoft Store or the PlayStation Store and find, like, a whole bunch of horror games. And, like, you never know which one you're going to yeah. find that's really, really good. I mean, I, honestly, I think a lot of them are, are pretty great. I really, like, love the ones that, you know, have, like, all these puzzles and stuff and all these mysteries and everything. And uh, the ones that are set in like these gothic areas are uh, are some of my favorites. But yeah, do you have any uh, do you have any final thoughts on uh, horror video gaming? Keep them coming. That's all I can say. Yes, please do. I mean, we're huge fans, and I know a lot of people really like them as well. So yeah, be on the lookout for more of these games. We've got a couple um, still you know coming out this year that are pretty hyped up. Scorn, check that out. There's one called Allison Road. So yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what uh, some of your favorites are and uh you know we're, we're always down to talk to you guys about 
these topics and i think like this is a really cool topic you know because it's definitely kind of like getting more into the like the mainstream media and stuff so next up though we're gonna wrap it up here with our final segment and this one is the chopping block and this week's chopping block is going to feature a movie that's uh, trending right now on amazon prime video and it's called crush the skull so first first off what what was your uh, initial takeaway with this one i really liked it like i it was like really entertaining like the comedic relief was like kind of perfect made you like not be like yeah. it kind of made you kind of took out some of the suspense because you felt like sort of less worried for the yeah uh protagonists you know you thought yeah they'll be fine you know they're funny people like <laughs> yeah i mean uh, here's here's what i have to say about it initially. i like how they didn't like show the antagonist uh throughout like the majority of the film like you were kind of like yeah. kept in the dark about what the fuck is going on in here like that, that was probably one of the parts i felt that did better um it was a really like weird movie to me because i thought it was really odd it was super odd and i think mainly it was because it felt more like a tv sitcom than it did a, a movie let alone a horror movie like, do you know what i mean was very like the cinematography I, especially felt like a tv sitcom i don't want to say amateur but like it yeah. felt like it was like a mm, man i don't want to just say it It was bad i had bad <laughs> cinematography okay. here's here's what I, I legitimately think it was filmed like a tv sitcom because it has all those like super fast zoom in and zoom out shots on the characters it was like the like office any, any yeah like anytime there's any kind of like joke or like comedic moment it like zooms in or out like on a fucking, fucking character like the, so when, weird when the asian dude was like black guy always dies first yeah and he's asian <laughs> yeah he was uh how do you know he's asian because i fucking know yeah very clearly asian but he's got like a fucking gold chain on and shit and he's talking about buying tits for his girlfriend like yep <laughs> you know but so i mean i i kind of enjoyed the comedic relief i mean it did feel forced sometimes like some of the jokes were a little cringy but the, i did laugh i mean it, it was you know pretty legitimately funny for the most part uh but yeah i agree i mean it, it definitely took away pretty much all the suspense i mean to be quite honest um but you know it, it was consistently pretty funny so i mean it's not like that's not not like a negative point exactly for me but I mean, I just thought the cinematography was was super weird, but and then the sound, the score was like pretty fucking weird too. I like the actual movie though. If you don't pay attention yeah. to that stuff, I like the twists. I like the antagonists. Yeah, the acting was okay. Like it wasn't excellent. I think the comedic relief, like I said, didn't like devalue like the horror. Yeah, I felt like maybe a little bit, but I mean, it was very clearly meant to be a a, a black comedy horror movie, you know. It was kind of weird so, how, like, the chick kept laughing, though. She's like, she laughs yeah. when she's nervous, like, 500 times. Yeah, that was that was a running joke that I feel like could have ended after, like, the second time. You know, like, it didn't, re- it didn't really need to show up in the movie, like, five times or whatever. But I agree. You know, whatever. But anyway, you know, it's not really, like, super relevant to the story. We're not going to give any fucking spoilers about that or anything. But, yeah. Um, overall, I would say I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, the special effects were, I mean, there weren't, like super plentiful but they're okay um i did like the story the characters were honestly super forgettable like i don't care about any of them (laughs) so there was that the acting was okay the soundtrack was uh i mean 
nothing special but it was a fun movie you know so for me I would say it's not chopped. I think you should go check it out. Yeah, it's not chopped. You should check it out. I mean, I'll I'll watch it again if I have to. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think there's better movies out there. That's what I'm going to say. But I'm not going to chop it. I mean, I think it's worth a watch for sure. It's not like, you know, some fucking dude just picked up his uh, camera phone and just, you know, got some of his friends together and just recorded a movie. I mean, there's some polish. And uh, it is legitimately funny in some scenarios and stuff. But I, I did think that the twist was kind of predictable, honestly. Um, at first, yeah, when she kind of, like, mentioned uh, something that was off about uh, yeah. in a, someone's appearance. Yeah, it was just it was just kind of weird how she how the, the character was portrayed. But I don't want to give any anything more than that away. But, yeah, I, I felt like the twist was sort of predictable. I mean, let us know what you guys think. But overall it was an enjoyable film you know like i was mostly <laughs> intrigued by it so it does have a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes if that means anything to you does it yeah i mean you know i think there were like six reviews that were fresh so <laughs> take that you know with that what you will but i don't know more people need to see it i guess yeah it, it's definitely a really low-key movie like i just randomly passed by it on uh on amazon prime so but yeah, I don't really have, like, uh, that much more to say on it. I feel like I've pretty much hit all the points I was trying to say. Yeah, I think it was I think it was pretty good. You know, I really liked it, to be honest. Like, it was weird. It was fucking, like... I didn't like the cinematography, but I really liked it for whatever reason. I think it was just the guy. The, the killer guys was... It was... It was just some regular... But you could yeah. tell there was something fucking wrong with the guy, but... Yeah, see, he was just, like, an average character to me. But I can see, like, why you would, why you would like him. Yeah, I just know? liked him because he was just an oddball you know like those yeah. are always the guys like the cops should have knew right away because like the way that guy that looked the guy that had and then they st- yeah <laughs> then he got but i, th- I think we man, both know, you know why what? he didn't think that yeah can't be uh yeah he's a white man yeah can't be guilty but uh yeah so it's not chopped for you no not chopped for okay. me yeah so go check this movie out it's on uh streaming on amazon prime video right now probably in a couple other places too if you look hard enough so uh, go check out Crush the Skull. Came out 2015, directed by Viet Nguyen. And oh, the the oh, another thing I wanted to mention before we yeah. the fucking stupid, <laughs> the sound and like the way the chick said "Crush the Skull" in the movie. Yeah, when she's like, "You're gonna have to crush this, crush the skull." Dun dun dun. It, like was, uh, it was kind of meta. Yeah, in certain it was. Ways, yeah, you know? it was. That's what. That's what I. It was just. Oof, yeah. I don't know. That was, I mean, obviously it was super deliberate because of just what the movie was. I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm too hungry to even care about it. I'm just saying, go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely go check it out. Let us know what some of your favorite horror games are. I mean, I, I, I'm always down to check out more because I feel like I didn't really get to see that many. Let us know what you think about I Know What You Did Last Summer. And you can chat with us um, all you want on all our social media uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Grave Discussions. We're on Twitter at uh, Grave Disc SRD. So make sure to follow us. Leave us some comments. Um, you know, if you have any questions, suggestions, whatever, just like we love to hear from you guys. We're here always. Yeah, we're always here for you, babies, and and we're not we're not gonna leave. Never. Be sure to stay tuned and catch all of our newest episodes and if you haven't seen certain episodes you can find our archives on the sports radio detroit uh website so i think that's pretty much going to wrap it up here sam 
that is and we'll see you guys next week on grave discussion <laughs> This has been an SRD production.